Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, Recorded live. Hey, everybody. It's Out of Darkness Into the Light. And I have a listener here called uh, Matt. He refers to himself as OpenSync. How long have you been listening to the show, Matt? I've been listening to your podcast between four to five months. Okay. All right. So um, I'm kind of curious about your past. Uh, you asked me um, you know, what my religious background was, this liberal Episcopalian. I didn't have a choice because I was um, just born into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Did you, were you born in a Christian family? I was born in a evangelical Lutheran church in America. Oh, uh, church! Did you hear us talk about the evangelical Lutheran church? No, I I did not recall that you spoke about that in the podcast. Yeah, we actually was... talked about it um, quite a bit here and there. Uh, uh, it was this uh, podcast I do with a guy called Carl. I I actually forget the title, but uh, anyway, yeah, we talked about it. And I've got um, old friends. Well, I was mm-hmm. actually um, raised in a um, a small college town, and um, they had a lot of Norwegians there, immigrants, you know, from immigrant mm-hmm. families back in the 18th century. And um, so I was around a lot of Lutherans, and... Um, and most, yeah. of my fa- most of my family was involved with Pacific Lutheran University. My mom worked there, and she retired. And I had uh, two brothers and one sister uh, that graduated from from there. Lutheran. Now, this is a liberal Lutheran. But we had a uh, conservative uh, Lutheran church, the, the one that you're talking about. Actually, it was the closest church to my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, second closest. So, so what was like that? What was that like growing up? <clears throat> well, because my family comes from a German um, family descent background. Um, I mean, I'm originally from North Carolina, so living in North Carolina, it's a, we have an Aldi's, which is a German store, and it was uh, the ones I attended. It was really kind of shallow. It was mm-hmm. more ritualistic. There was no, it was just like, okay, you go, you pray, you say the, you know, you sing the Lutheran uh, book hymns from the Lutheran book, from the OC book of Lutheran hymns, and you read the Gospels and all this stuff from, like, the bulletin, and then you, you then you go and do your thing six days a week, like, just live your life, and so it was kind of, it was, it was okay, but there was no, like, really in-depth understanding of anything, so. Yeah. But I learned I learned a lot of on my own, because I've always been the type. I've been seeking knowledge since I was a kid. Like when I was six or seven years old, I looked 
outside, like in the sky, and I stood up on my great grandma's swing set in the country, like it's in my country, and I was like, why am I here? What's the purpose? Like huh. this intuitive spirit. I've always been trying to pursue what knowledge and truth is really about, and so I would go to the church because of my family and stuff, and but then I would look more into it, and it just didn't like. I still I would go, but I just like this is lame for me. I mean, this is lame. This is just really shallow. It's going to be a higher experience of life than this. So <laughs> that's. And what age uh, did you come to that realization? When I was about twelve years old. Wow. But but the thing is, the programming that we are programmed to. That that's always been within me, and it came out at twelve. But then I got back into the programming of the way of thinking, the way of worship, and all this, like you know, the program with the church state and all this. Mm-hmm. So I've I've got back into the same one. But but uh, nevertheless, my inner soul, the, my whole being that we have, whatever you want to call it, spirit, soul, whatever, was still yearning for something more than this programming that we have in life. But I fell into it for many years until about maybe two, a year and a half, two years ago again, it started, the awakening started happening. Mm-hmm. And so... Isn't it horrible I, that you have to wake up uh, and be born into a uh, programmed world because when you're a child, you don't have enough knowledge, so you can't do anything about it. You know, yeah. it's just like you don't have a choice to be circumcised. It can happen anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just remember because growing up in a small town in the Bible Belt, it was very traditionalist. Um, everybody does A, B, and C as an example. Like, where everybody goes to church. Even if you, you can live whatever you want. You go to church and. And you could only, there, even in the theology, like the church, or the Lutheran church where I went to, and uh-huh. and then the Baptist church that I went to, and then other churches, I mean, they would only do the, the, the surface part of theology. There was no, like, in-depth of what does it really mean, and is the Bible, did the Bible have discrepancies, and things like that. These weren't, like, the questions you would ask, like, the like the theology of churches I attended and stuff like that. If you did, they would think you have a demon, they think you're crazy, or they think you're uh, a disbeliever or a regenerate or whatever. I'm surprised that you said that because uh, are you still talking about Lutheran church? Lutheran, Baptist, I'm talking about the church okay. where I'm from. Well, I was going to say that uh, most Lutherans, you know, all churches are a little bit unique denominations and uh Lutherans don't talk about demons very much. You ever notice that? Well, it depends on what circle. Like the like the evangelical now, but the Wisconsin Lutheran and the Lutheran uh-huh. Missouri Synod, yeah, uh, from the circles that I've heard and stuff, they they do speak about to a certain degree. Where was this uh, church located again? Uh, the church I was at uh, in North Carolina. Oh well, there you go. Now, when you, I was just going to say that's why I asked the question because in the South. Uh, the churches are different. The Lutheran churches are different. They even they they even got conservative Methodist churches. Yeah, it, yeah. There's very there, there's Methodists that are like 
near Pentecostal down there some. Yeah. So. Well, they definitely aren't up here. This is one of the most liberal states, Oregon and Washington and Alaska. Yeah. And uh, these people, they're completely gone. They've thrown the coop. Yeah. They're in the goddess worship and all kinds of crazy stuff. The women are. Yeah. The men yeah. just don't really do anything. They just kind of show up and look bored. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I lived in Washington State for a year. I lived in Everett. Really? Yeah. That was a pretty cool experience. Yeah. Bella lived up there for for a while. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, Everett yeah. is it's kind of like uh, Tacoma, but it's on, on a smaller scale. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. There was a small naval base. I was in the Navy. So mm-hmm. that it was a small base. It was maybe the size of a junior college campus, maybe, if that. It's really small. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, going back to growing up and stuff, it was just, I could never, and I'm not boasting, like the carnal state or my thought of self, like in that instance, but I could never, I could get along and talk to anybody, but I never would fit into a particular protocol or a crowd or group or whatever you want to call it. So I've always been like, always on the outside, supposedly how the programming is, looking in. Uh, there's a great song out there by a group called The Beat. And there's two different uh, new wave groups called The Beat. Eventually, uh, they changed their name. One of them became The English Beat. But it's it, you can find it on uh, YouTube. It's called I Don't Fit In. And uh, I used to really love that song. But <laughs> I began to age, and uh, I thought about it more. It was like he was talking about me. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't fit in. I don't fit in with the society at all. I'm a, basically a reject. <laughs> I'll tell you right on the show. Uh, that's mostly a good thing, I think. <laughs> what about you your know, family? If, if this society is really a cult, like I say, yeah. and if you do fit in, uh, I don't think that's a good thing, right? <laughs> if, yeah. Because you got these people, they just fit right in. You know, everything's just fine. Everything's running smooth. They're called yuppies. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you look at the word of cult and sure, it's like you're in a cult, sure, you're nurtured in a cult. I mean, just the basic of the word. I mean, that's what I mean. That's what I've seen. Like cult and sure, like we've been dating. We are growing up in a cult or nurtured in a cult. Like everybody needs to get along and follow the program. So it's just, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I um, I've never. I've always questioned stuff. Like I think, like you have, and. That's your problem. That's why you're not fitting in in this cult. You're questioning things. You yeah. you gotta become a better citizen and believe what you're told. I don't want to become a serf. I don't want to become a slave. But we're all slaves to a certain degree along the yeah. planet. Well, actually, uh, we are we are legally according to legal documentation. Yeah. If you want to use yeah. a different word than a slave, um, you could use serf too. Yeah. That's the oh. same thing. It sounds better, but uh, it's the same thing. Yeah. It has that has that meaning. Yeah. yeah. They made all they made all the white people serfs in the medieval era. To go back far enough, and nobody yeah. seems to want to talk about that, do they? No. You know why? Because see, the Illuminati they create all the conversations. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
And uh, they want to have lots and lots of discussion about, you know, the persecution of black people and also Indians. But do you ever hear them uh, on on mind control media talking about their white slavery? Have you ever heard that one single time? No, no. Actually, I have not. Uh, the reason is because they don't want you to talk about it. They don't want you to think about it. It's, it's obvious now, isn't it? Yep. yep. And that means they're trying to cover something up as usual. Same old story. Yeah. Yeah, they create the discussions. You know, the pe- the things that the people talk about at the water cooler. Yeah, they're actually talking like the, about the things that the Illuminati wants them to talk about. Like the like the sports games, or like the entertainment uh, singing, or like whatever the actors and actresses, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah they love to have people talk about that because that's a complete waste of your time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the more you can um, immerse yourself in triviality, the more you're going to be neutralized and less of a threat. Um, you know, an, an open mind that's critically thinking, that's the threat. They don't like that. Yep. Yep. And I think uh, basically like these people, that the, or they, what the powers that be, Illuminati, whatever you want to say, call target individuals mm-hmm. it's uh it depends some of it's random because the experiments maybe uh if you want to look at it one way but other ones they i think this is my theory is like they already have a profile or portfolio portfolio on you and so like they they already kind of watch you or whatever you know how they do uh-huh. And like they, they get, they'll see those who have a loving heart and is a freedom thinker, or, or you know, the basis of thinking outside the box or whatever you want to call it. And uh, I think if if you get more deeply into conspiracy and want to find out the real truth of life and how it really works, I think they put some kind of a label and then they'll let you know like you might be what you call targeted or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just my theory about how it is. Or it could be somebody just be randomly picked because they're weak, or they're they're just they're just there as a a commodity or something to be used to make more money off of or something. So that could be possible too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, when did you uh, quote unquote wake up as far as um, you know getting into conspiracies and stuff like that? <clears throat> well, the conspiracy thing, like not the general awakening, but the conspiracy thing, maybe. About a year ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Pretty new to it, the conspiracy stuff. I'm still learning, but I know most of the stuff. Ninety point, no, what, ninety eight percent or so of the truth or stuff is a bunch of garbage. I mean, I mean, there's some truth there a little bit there and there, but most of it's this propaganda noise and stuff to fool you, to sink you into a deeper trap, and to lead you down to a rabbit trail, and just waste your time of useless nonsense. Yeah, you've got that figured out. Uh, unfortunately, most people don't. Uh, that's pretty good that you uh, figured that out in about a year. Yeah, well, there was a time I was frustrated. I was confused, to be honest with you. In the first six months, I was so, I literally was so confused. I was just like, I'm so mad. And then I just walked away from it for a little bit and just started trying to find a prey and go within and stuff and out and all this. And then that's when the answers started coming here and there, you know, just don't worry. Most of that stuff is wasting your time because the, because if they're on the YouTube and all this stuff, for the most part, majority of them are, are, 
are just a bunch of crabs. So throwing the throwing the mixed truth with most of the lies, and that's the worst kind of people you could have. Once you sit there on your side and know their age and they're getting paid or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I even the people around me like. I have some good friends from, I still go to the church and stuff, and these people are expanding their minds. They they started opening their minds, these men that are my friends. And it's a blessing. They're like the kernels of truth that are starting to open up to them. We really? here and there. Yeah, but my family, most of my family, though, I can't talk to them about that. It's like you sound like a nutcase or you, you're, uh, you're weird or you're a freak or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got people to believe I'm mentally ill. So, <clears throat> really? Well, yeah. Well, they can't process me at any point along the line, and they're not even motivated to even try. So. Yeah, I heard you talking about that. Like, even though I have a job, and which you know, I still try to make time to understand what the heck is going on. But I mean, there's there's only a small proportion, a small percentage that were, are willing to do that, I think, right? I mean, you're saying, and I think some other people I know are saying, like, the majority of people would never start thinking and start waking up. They're, they're just going to follow the program. Yeah. Something like that. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you said something to that effect, maybe. Yep. So, so um, yeah, I was about this uh, targeting. I knew that I was consciously aware of this three years ago when I lived in the Netherlands. So when I lived in Europe, I lived in Europe for three years. Now, I do got a great wife, though. She's so, amazing. So what was that like living over there? The Netherlands? Yeah. Uh, with the targeting or just in general? Uh, just in general. Oh, man. Uh, most of it's crap because of the taxes and all this governmental control system, which is more than here in the United States, that was a bad thing. But on the side of nature and the, like, foods you eat and all this, they had more food that was better, like, more organic, but yet I know it's still polluted. Everything's polluted. But uh-huh. compared to America, the food, the, the healthier food was cheaper, and they were more nature, into nature and stuff than here mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. So that was the one blessing and bright spot of, of Europe. Did you ever uh, hang out in Amsterdam very much? No. I only went there when we had, like, family come in our friends, and we took a, a tour there. Well, unfortunately, when a lot of people think about uh, Holland or the Netherlands, they think about um, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. <laughs> For better or yeah. worse, huh? Amsterdam, it's not too bad. I mean, just the red light district, you know, that's the only thing. And you then, you, even, even, even yeah, I didn't bring my keys over with me. Yeah, sure. Just go ahead, Matt. And even, even, um, they have, you know, they have the coffee houses all around Netherlands for the most part. Like, even where I lived, it's pretty conservative family oriented town from Netherlands. They still have the coffee house, which is, the marijuana, the cannabis, the brownies. And I actually like that. I mean, that was a positive for mm-hmm. the medicinal issues, not just to be, let's get a, you know, stone. I don't believe in that, but it, that was pretty good for that. 
But uh, overall, like the taxation, 42% of your income gets taxed. Uh, you have a dog tax. You have a, your insurance on your car plus the weight of the car. You have to get taxed every three months plus a road tax. It's just unbelievable. When he comes home, let him know that we're all Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So that's that was the downfall. But the but near where me and my wife lived, we went too far. It was a nice park with a lot of greenery and woods, and it was an awesome place to sit, and like meditate and pray. Mm-hmm. We used to be with God in the mornings and in the evenings. It was an awesome <laughs> place. Yeah. Any was, like the only go ahead. Sorry. I was talking to somebody in the background then. Okay. Um through with me. Okay. Do you um want me to talk you, about the you, you you feel comfortable ta- uh referring to yourself as a targeted individual? <clears throat> no, because not because You don't feel comfortable? Uh, no, because that was that's not my programming. That's their programming. That's uh-huh. why I don't like it. Okay. It's not that the words, but that's their program. That's their lingo. That's not my lingo. Okay. That's not the language. That's the language of the artificially manufactured society. Yeah. I would agree with you. I think they created that term. Yeah. And then the gang stalking is they create a term. It's all from the possibly at the ICA lingo. So. Uh-huh. Well, that's that's what we want to talk about. If you feel comfortable with, it. you don't have to. Yeah, talk about I don't it mind. Now, but, I don't mind. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Stuff. See, we, I don't we, mind. We like, listen to, uh, you know, we got a lot of stories in the older audio. Uh, the yeah. girls would get uh, followed a lot, and they played a lot of psychological games with them. I've never seen yeah. to this day. I've never seen anybody in public. I've seen Shriners, but I've never seen a Freemason with any kind of Freemasonic regalia, like a hat. I've seen bumper uh-huh. stickers, but um, well, Connie was just saying the other day that her sister Rachel, who's been on here, is still getting followed by Freemasons. Uh, Connie said every time she goes to the store, I didn't say anything to her. But, I mean, that's kind of hard to believe. I think she's probably using a hyperbole there, but it, it can't be every time, you know. But that no, stuff is still going I, on. Yeah, I don't think it's every time. I think with the subliminals, with the technology that they have to get in your inner voice, I don't know exactly how it works, but they send subliminals if you know thyself and know who you are and know who you're created for. Uh You know these thoughts are not just from the universe and frequency, but it's a manufactured frequency, and they put these thoughts in your head. And sometimes there are people that do follow, but a lot of times there's frequencies that make you think you're being followed, and then the other people... They get it, too, from a computer, computerization, and they have the same kind of uh, feeling that you do, and they're looking at you like you're looking at them, thinking you're this person that's following me or something, or you're following them, or they'll make you, like, cough, or they make you rub your nose. And see, part of that program is conditioning you to be scared when somebody rubs their nose, cough, rubs their head, or certain any little types of things like that. Now, how, how how do they make you rub your nose? I've never no, I'm just, no, I'm not saying me as a person, but like the people that are involved, it could be willfully, not just manufactured from. Uh, well, how, how, like, how, uh, do they, how do they make them rub their noses? 
you know, like subliminally unconscious, like uh, not ex- not just like you have a runny nose or you're just doing it, but it, exactly every time you get around different individuals in public, they do like similar the same thing, rubbing their nose. At the, every time that you're around each individual when you're out in public, they use that uh, conditioning. So they, you could rub your nose, they could rub their nose. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just that one person, but it's another person around you. Mm-hmm. And you could have somebody else that's not involved or being targeted, and, and they could be around, and, and then they don't do that. But, like, if you're, like, in the area, they, they have subliminals on everybody where they could start doing the rubbing the nose, rubbing the hair, whatever, to trigger the person to have an emotion of fear, uh, anger, or or being froze up. Okay, so you're saying that the... Uh the provocateurs are doing these things. Yeah, yeah, not oh. the actual people. There are oh. a certain, certain certain percentage of people that are willfully involved, that are willfully doing it, but then mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are being manipulated through frequency and stuff with the mind to do these things to trigger the person that's being targeted. I think they're, they're in and on it willfully as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with that. I mean, they'll use hand signals and things like that too. <clears throat> yeah. But see, a lot of it, a lot of it's not all people that are willfully involved. They're being used and manipulated to do that exactly when you, the target or the person is being like that. When you're out there in their presence in public, they're being manipulated subconsciously to do those kind of things to trigger that person to have a emotional bad feeling, fear, or freedom to to be paralyzed or whatever they're trying to get the person to do to be conditioned to. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So I've known, I've known about it consciously about three years. For So this is how I know. This is, this is how I've seen it. See, I've already, I already had, like, basic research on it through a talk shoe call, like, a year before. Mm-hmm. So I actually had, like, a uh, small, small idea what to look for. Um. But I wasn't looking for it because I'm still living my life. Nothing was happening. And then all of a sudden, I could get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, 2 p.m., and when i go out the door, there would be somebody that would follow me. Exactly. Maybe not at the same area or the apartment complex that I'm at, but over across the street, there would always be somebody go out when I go out or when I go in, somebody goes in. And, and yeah, three or four times it's a coincidence. But every single time, that is a pattern. And so that pattern is on a willful intent. So, and you probably agree with me that uh, most people are not going to believe your story, that they're always yeah. there to meet you, and they're going to think you're crazy, think you're mentally ill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, that, and, and they don't even probably know about the DSM-4 or the DSM-5 about psychology either. So. That's a, you got to watch funny... yourself what you say in this society uh, because um, they want to get a hold of you and drug you when you talk like that. That's that's the, the typical response. Yeah. You know, the experts yeah. will say you're, you're crazy. They're actually uh, trained to do that and yep. ideally lock you away for your own good so you're not a danger to yourself and society. That's the way we deal with these things now. Yeah. Well, I... In my three years, willfully being 
knowing about it. I have never had any issues. Mm-hmm. And I dealt with police, and I here and there, and I dealt with other people. I have never had anything like that. So, because you always answer rationally. When I'm out there and talking in public, sometimes one on one, the people I don't like go like like I'm talking to you, just the basic general stuff, and and like what the government could do and stuff, not like in depth. And some of them get the idea and understand some, but the other ones, if they don't, I don't waste my time. You just keep going. But I don't dwell on this anymore. I don't really hang out in the targeting community. I talk to some targets, and I talk to people about it here and there. But I don't make it my life because I'm not bound by that lie. I am I am trying to rise up and find the truth of who my creator is and to do his will and to follow whatever it may be. And I'm not going to waste my time keeping myself in a state of fear and panic and living that depressive way. Cause I did that when I first got targeted for a little bit to a certain degree. And I'm not going to do that. I'm going to enjoy my life, what I've been given. I'm going to still search. And, and I'm, I know everything here is against us already. But I'm just, what time that God has given me with my wife and stuff and things, I'm going to try to do the best I can to grow and to do the purpose or whatever I have to do. Does your wife, uh, sorry to bring her up, but does she, does she buy into uh, how much is it? How much of this does she buy into uh, with the target individual stuff? Has she witnessed things herself? She probably has, right? Um, not really. Hmm. But she does. She does believe me, though. I wonder if they actually avoid her to get into your head. Uh, you know, it helps to have witnesses. You know. Uh, yeah, because <clears throat> like we like for example, we were in Paris. They try to make or, you uh, believe you're crazy. That's yeah. one of the things they like to do. That's yeah. one of the narratives, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like for example, one time we were in Paris and we were on the uh, train going back to a certain place and there was one person who was willfully involved and uh, I was behind him. He didn't see me. He didn't know I guess who I was. And I looked at his phone and it was sort of like a what's up app. But on it, there was a, it was like a circle and then it was a capital T meant for target and then they had my name and my last name my like my first initial so my first name and my last name on it hmm. so that's pretty weird and he didn't see me and then we got off the same stop and i looked at him and i said i feel sorry for you bud you didn't even have a life and then he didn't know what to say and i walked he walked away hmm. so i'm not afraid of any of those people or anything uh, before I forget, uh, I should just mention this now because I wanted I wanted to mention this, but uh, yeah, I, I might mention it again. But uh, I was listening to Coast to Coast AM. You ever listen to that show? I used to. Like, okay. George Norrie said he had a he got a debit card and it, it had six 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 on it, and uh, I've got four sixes on mine in isolation, uh-huh. and. Um, And I actually put that in the podcast title, Four Sixes. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, but, you know, George is not very conspiratorial, but, I mean, even he believed that that was done deliberately. And he said, I almost felt like uh, rejecting the card. I go, what the heck is this, you know? <laughs> I mean, you don't yeah. think that was a coincidence that they put Four Sixes 
on my debit yeah. card. No, I no, no. Uh, you know what that means? That means that I'm a person of interest. That's what that means at the most basic fundamental level. Yeah, too bad they, too bad they didn't give you like four eights. Or... <laughs> but you know what? You know what the eights are, right? Three eights. Three eights equals. I know this is Gematria. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, like, but three eights equals Jesus. The name Jesus. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they say. Yeah, and and the esoteric uh, Kabbalah Greek Pythagorean system. So. Mhm. Because I was really into that for, a while, but I could never. Um, oh, let me ask you this then, because I've been wanting to ask you this. But, like, uh, you remember that book I told you about uh, about a month ago, uh, Jesus Christ, the S-U-N, Son of God? Yeah. Um, the guy named, I think his name is David Filer. I think it's Filer. Mm-hmm. So, in European, and I'll go back on what we're talking about. I didn't mean to bear off. So, you think that that, that stuff in Sentio, what's his name, Sentio Bonche or... Uh, do you know that guy from Australia? The Sancho, I don't know his name, Monache. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. I, isn't, probably, he into, uh, isn't he into zeitgeist mentality? Yeah. He's not a Christian. No, he's into zeitgeist, and he's into uh, astrotheology. Yeah. He, he's into... But... it. Astrotheology is real, but the way he does it, he presents that there's no historical Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, um, you know, you're, you're going to have to be forced to admit that uh, no one has influenced history more than, than Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and so he would be the least likely person to not be a historical figure. It's really uh, an absurdity to think that way. Yeah, and these people never seem to talk about the fact that you can't disprove, uh, or just let me just put it this way: you can't prove he didn't exist. They seem to be supremely confident, as if they can. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have certainty about history that far back, you know. <clears throat> they don't yeah. talk about. You know, that's how they never talk about that, because that's the way you undercut the um, this whole zeitgeist thing. Did you just remind them that you don't have any certainty at all about anything, you know, going that far back? You know, whether yeah. Krishna, Krishna was a historical figure or Buddha or any of these people, because they yeah. all say that they were prototypes of Christ. Now, see, they're, they're claiming that these people are historical figures. Uh-huh. They'll prove it. You're not going to be able to prove anything. So how are you going to prove the zeitgeist theory about Christianity? You're not going to pro- prove anything. Those are all based on massive assumptions, and every single one of them is unprovable. Now, see how long that took me? That's how you neutralize yeah. all the Christian propaganda from zeitgeist. And it, it, that's an idiot test, too, just to see how long it's going to take you to figure out that uh, you can't prove anything. But see, the reason they believe it is because they want to believe it. There's all these people that want to put God like in a closet, just lock him away, and I don't have to worry about him anymore. Yeah. And, and they're <laughs> Illuminati is just waiting for these people to come to them, and they've got all these types of propaganda to sink them. <clears throat> yeah. Because they want, they want to believe. Now, they're, they're actually true, what you call a true believer. Uh, what they believe is propaganda, just like the atheists 
all the atheists ever do is just believe propaganda, and they're all proud. Uh, you can neutralize those guys, those guys by just asking them one simple question. Have you ever thought about the possibility that this could be um, sophist- sophisticated propaganda? You know what I mean? See, they, yeah. they obviously don't believe in a system of control, because if you did, then you would view um, the educational system as just a form of propaganda. Do they ever arrive at that conclusion? No. No. I never heard of any atheist. Even these people that are targeted, that I know one is the atheist and still thinks the government and stuff is like the era of salvation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, you can see how compartmentalized their minds are because you do have atheists out there, obviously, that are, that are into conspiracies. Yeah. So it should be easier for these people to figure out that atheism is just a form of propaganda. But they, do they ever figure that out? No. I've never seen anybody, any atheist, figure out that it's propaganda. Obviously, they're pushing secular humanism you know, with no God because that's what the schools teach, all of them, right? Yes. Yeah. So how hard is that to figure out that that's uh, standardized propaganda? So they can talk all they want about harp and CERN, uh, but, but not identify that atheism is propaganda too. You see, they're working around that, like someone's steering them around it so they don't see the big elephant in the front room. We're just not going to yeah. notice that. We're not going to pay yeah. attention. We'll talk about all the other conspiracies, but we're not going to talk about the atheist conspiracy because you know why? Because I'm an atheist. Yeah. We don't do that here. Yeah. Just like well, Jehovah's Witnesses don't talk about Jehovah's Witness conspiracies, right? Or Mormons? Do they talk about Mormon conspiracies? No, not not the only the ex-Mormons do. Some of the ex. Yeah, there's all kinds of uh, conspiracies with Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons, just based on the simple fact that the Mormon Church and the Watchtower organization there's a a lengthy list of things they never talk about. Just like television. Yeah. You don't have to get in a heavy debate with these people. Just say, when did you guys ever talk about this? I got a list here. Yeah. We're going to go over the list. I'm going to just ask you some questions. Or you can just look at my list here. And I want you to tell me if, if you ever heard this before. And the second thing is I want you to ask is if this is an important question. Yeah. You can start off by saying, do you know what a chemtrail is? And he'll probably say, <laughs> oh. Actually, oh, oh, I, I did. I, I asked Maybe they'll talk about it someday. Maybe the Watchtower will actually, uh, you know, I did some research. To try to, maybe they have said something, but I didn't come across anything. You know? So there's still a, I've got a wall of silence there, too. Yeah. Oh, I actually, so, I didn't interrupt. On that note, though, real quick, I did ask a evangelical preacher one time I had lunch with him. And I told him, do you know what chemtrails are? He's like, what? <laughs> I mean, this is an evangelical astra. Yeah. So. Anyway, it's going uh, on. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to stop. Well, what I'm saying, if they want to have any credibility, they're going to have to start talking about these things. I mean, even Hillary and Trump. See, this campaign is, is historically, it's a historical anomaly. Uh, because mm-hmm. they're talking about things on YouTube uh, that no one has ever talked about before. Even Hillary, you know, she doesn't say YouTube, but some of the issues that she's dealing with, uh, that's, you know, the YouTube type stuff, see? They've got to do that because YouTube is affecting so many people. It's also on Facebook. YouTube and Facebook, you see. Because now 
you can just bump into conspiracies just by having, you know, friends on Facebook. You're not into it, uh, but you start to see what other people are talking about. You're just looking at it and you're just going, what? And then maybe someday you'll actually get motivated to research something on Google for the first time. And your whole reality uh, could be potentially threatened in a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. See, what got me at first, though, when I started this about a year ago, was the Calvary Chapel conspiracy. Because I was pretty close. I was like, I attended the Calvary Chapel in South Bay before, and I was I was thinking about going to their Bible college at one time like, like a few years ago. Well, I'm going to milk you for all your worth on that one. I'm going to try to pull everything out of you that you got. Now, did you listen to the show? What's the last show up there? By the, by the way, I tried to upload a show uh, last night, and it failed. And uh, that's, something's haywire. I tried it over and over again. It said the file size is too big. It's not too big. Um, we'll see if that happens again, because there's a lot of weird stuff happening on Talk Show now. Yeah. <clears throat> But um, so, did you hear me talk about uh, the, the Calvary Chapel conspiracy that had to do with you know, the Jesus movement and uh, Chuck Smith? Just to briefly, yeah, just briefly, like, I just heard you briefly. I didn't really listen to too much. That was in the Psychedelics but, uh, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, people would kind of roll their eyes at that one, you know. Uh, they, they roll out the same old trick all through history. You have evil people pretending to be good people, okay? And this will swallow up just about everybody. And that's why they do it, because it's yeah. uh, people just can't believe that someone could be that evil. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. Evil is all around us. Everything has been tainted with Satanism. That's Bill and I talk about that. But when they're confronted with real evil, I'm not talking about yeah. a horror film. It's like they're little children. They want to go run and put their head in the sand. They don't want to think about it. Now, pretty much everybody is like this. Atheists are like this too, by the way. Uh, you can look at a secular podcast, and you'll notice uh, they will not use the word evil very much. You'll never hear the word wicked. That's like Christianese talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they don't really confront uh, the everyday reality of evil. For what it really yeah. is, you know what I mean? And one of the problems is most of these people don't even believe in the spirit, spiritual realm or spiritual beings because they took all that away. Because if you start thinking about that, then it, you know, it's actually easier to ponder the existence of um, you know, evil dark entities uh, or evil in, in, in the spiritual realm. People could do that, you know, because it's invisible, out of sight, out of mind. You know, so you'll have fundamentalist Christians that obsess over demons. But do they talk about Satanism? No. See, they just avoid it. Everybody avoids Satanism. You probably heard me talk about that. Nobody seems to want to talk about it. Nothing. They they avoid Satanism? They avoid uh, talking about Satanism. Oh, yeah. Everybody, pretty much. Doesn't matter whether they're religious or not. Any kind of religion. 
you know, I mean, you're not going to go to a Starbucks and sit down and uh, overhear somebody having a discussion about Satanism. I never have. I've never had a conversation where someone started talking with Satanism to me unless I was on talk show or on the phone with a friend. You know, <laughs> I'm talking yeah. to, the, to the same type of people on talk show, you know. You know, normal people. And they not, you know why they don't talk about it? Because they don't even think about it. It doesn't even cross their mind. Do you know that the average person can go 20 years or longer, or actually his entire life, and never even think about Satanism uh, for five seconds? You see that? I, I, yeah, I do, I do agree. Because I know what my, the churches I went to, uh, like Satanism only major scale, like in the major churches, the pedophiles and pedophilia and the kids being burned and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. You never, I never heard of it until, like, I came across, like, places like this platform, not actual buildings of churches. You know, we talk about, oh, God saves. There are demons, but but not to the effect, like, it's a, like, worldwide Satanism and saying it's this, like you're saying. Uh-huh. Now, you know what I believe? I believe that uh, every one of those churches that you went to had at least one satanic infiltrator, Santa procedure. There's always one guy. I don't care if the church is dead. They'll have one person there anyway. So this is kind of interesting, because once you start thinking along those lines, uh, you start uh, reflecting upon these churches you went to, and going, now, hold it here. Who would be the top candidate? We know that at least one guy was there. Probably a male, but not necessarily. Now, who would this person be? Because there was somebody there. And that's a little interesting uh, thing you can do there. <laughs> Have a little fun with. Uh, other people have done this. and uh, I think they send witches, too. Oh, absolutely. They like to send them to the nursery. They like to touch and handle the children and put curses on them. That's an old favorite pastime. Yeah, and, but if you say that into one of those churches today, they could call you to call the police or think they're living or something. I don't talk about this too much, but I believe that Christians are very far from God, uh, just like the Israelites were. They, they didn't know it. And these people don't know it either. Okay, so let's let's run a check on that. Okay, so you've got these witches uh, who are working in the nursery, and uh, year after year goes by, and what does God do to enlighten these people? You give them a revelation. Uh, this woman is a witch, and she has bad intentions, and you need to get her out of the nursery. How often do you think God does that? Now, these are good attention people who are actually trying to do the right thing in their brain. And God still doesn't tell them. Now, they need a revelation because they're so ignorant about Satanism. It could be right in front of them and they, they deny it. They block it. But they don't want to, they don't want to believe. See that? So that's why they don't. Because um, has, most people are like little children. And most people, the things they do and the things they don't do actually have to do with their emotions. Whether something makes me feel good or bad, like a little child, that's cold, that's hot. Oh, avoid that. 
what people are doing, they're turning into a biological machine. They just simply seek pleasure. Well, Whatever you know, is pleasure, pleasurable, that's what, that's what I'm going to focus on. And I'm not going to think. I'm just going to seek pleasure. Go ahead. Yeah, that, that's why, like, when you, when you go to church and stuff, you know, those altar calls, the frequency, the vibration of the music, it uh, hypnotizes and subliminalizes their mind, and it interferes with their reasoning, but they're only emotionally moved instead of thoughts. And that's why you have a lot of crying and very emotional laughter and all that in church services due to the vibration, frequency of sound of music that they play during the altar call as well. They actually have mind control uh, technology in some of these churches now. That's because they have a cell phone tower that's connected to the church. (laughs) Yeah, I I heard about that, but I didn't really do any research. But, yeah, I know this based on just the tone of music. It it induces you in a different state of thought where you don't think and you are moved by your emotions. Hey Matt, your audio is uh, is, is becoming lower. There's something you can do to. I don't think. Can you hear it now? Yeah, that now it's better. Yeah. Okay, what I'm saying is, based on music and frequency, and like uh, uh, tone and stuff, they could induce you to only be moved by mu- musically too, just be based on sound and notes and how music. They they use that as a. Uh, a weapon too to hit in his eyes. They don't, yeah, you know, they, so yeah, yeah. And, and that's how they get a lot of people in Australia because they'll never, they'll never, never have Australia without the piano or the drums being used, or like the singing, repetitive repetition of singing the same words over and over, like a chant. Uh huh. Okay, well let's look at the uh, the classic. Um, Writers of music like Mozart and Chopin, mm-hmm. I believe these guys, just like the painters, they were all Illuminati too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, classical music is actually beneficial for you, and back in those days, that music was not available to the common man. That was for the rich people. So they actually mm-hmm. uh, designed good music for them. Um, you know, on a frequency level. Yeah. And and now I, everything's changed. You know, we started getting access to occult books, uh, you know, like in a library in, in the latter part of the 19th century. And we're also exposed to all kinds of music now. And I, I believe they have their secret music, you know. And we don't even hear about it, just like we don't hear about their internet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So, but... Um, oh, what I wanted to yeah. say is that I believe, where I was headed there, I wanted to say that I believe that the majority of Christian hymns, some of the classic ones, are actually written by the Illuminati. The same old like, thing over and over again. Like a mighty force is our God, supposedly by Martin Luther. Uh, I don't think he was an agent at all. I think he was... Uh, vessel of God, uh, but there was two, there was a counter-reformation that's never discussed anywhere. Yeah. 
uh, in Protestantism. I'm not talking yeah. about the counter-reformation of the Jesuits that was reaction to Protestantism. Yeah. I'm talking about a counter-reformation within Protestantism that was a reaction to Martin Luther. Yeah. You know perfectly well if you're thinking at all, would they want to um, to do that uh, to uh, as a counterbalance to what God did through Luther? Of course yeah. they would. So unless God prevented it, that means it already happened. So now all we have to do is start. It's kind of like looking around for infiltrators in your church. You know who's <laughs> who's the most suspicious people, right? Yeah. 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 And so. Actually, the guy at the top of the list would be Melanchthon, like I've said before. He was Luther's right-hand man. Yeah. And, uh, see, if you know how the system works, they always want to give you a right-hand man. That would be a great victory for them. And they like challenges. They love challenges. They start rubbing their hands together all excited. Oh, 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 I think we can pull this off, you know. Yeah. So they're, they're going to try to do it. And they'll actually try to do that with anybody that's a threat to them that is out there getting the information out, but is naive enough to fall for something like that. And see, now, this is a, a great example of why we need revelation. Okay? Yeah. And uh, they haven't sent anybody to me so far, and I'm getting suspicious because... <laughs> I'm, I'm not an agent. I'm not an agent, so... We were, I asked about you. And uh, they said, well, they said this something, but you know, I mean, you're not an agent. It's basically what you already told me. Uh, you know, yeah. they've done things to you. If you're talking individual, they've, they're trying to do things to you, you know, mm-hmm. even internally, you know. Yeah. And we live, we live in a cause and effect world. It's, it's not like they're going to have a, you know, fail at every point along the line. Okay, so. They're going to accomplish a few things. This is, you know, this is, unfortunately, this is the world we live in here. Yeah. And again, you know, the people, see, people don't want to think about that. Well, you need, you need to think about it for actually personal survival. You know, the awful yeah. truth, the awful reality. If it's going on, you need to know about it, not stuff it in the back of your mind somewhere. Because mm-hmm. you have to preserve yourself, your own safety, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, that's why, I, like, I'm trying to learn the ancient stuff on, like, the foods and stuff like that as well. Like, ancient practices and doing things, like, that, that's been taken away from to the medical system, which is yeah, really devil, devil's, I don't know. Well, yeah, they actually I, show you, they actually show you, you know, the medical insignia, they show you uh, typically two serpents. <laughs> right there, you know. Yeah. Now I believe that uh, one serpent is male and one is the uh, female, and they sit at the top of the whole system, and they're telling you that we control the system of death. Yeah. And they're showing you that it's death. But see, the, yeah. are the people going to believe that? Well, first of all, they can look at any kind of symbolism, and they're not going to see anything because they're not supposed to. Uh, the people never yeah. figure the symbols out, right? No. no. And the words, if, too. If they start to wake up, it's because they went to the Vigilant Citizen website or something, or watched uh-huh. a YouTube video on Illuminati and 
and they start figuring out a few things. Yeah. Not not that the interpretation will be correct, but anyway. So, like, so you already, like, I'm not trying to get personal, but so you already, like, like prayed and asked about who I was? Is that, I mean, I'm not trying to go into detail about that, but if you like or... No, I just run simple checks on people. We've actually joked about it on the show. Um, you know, I'll be talking to somebody, and I we're laughing because I ran a check on them. And, and that, now that's one of the ways that you can tell that we're getting revelation because as time goes on, uh, it, it typically becomes obvious that uh, when, you know, whether revelation was correct or not, yeah. you know, whether the guy's an agent or not, because people will start, start acting out. Uh, yeah. it, it's hard to tell at first where someone's an agent, uh, but given time, if you have sufficient knowledge, he's going to try to do something. Yeah. And uh, he's not going to just do nothing, like forever. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be noticeable to me. Yeah. And so, they haven't sent anybody to me yet. So. <clears throat> yeah. And I think the reason is, is one of them is because <laughs> Because we uh, ask for revelation. They're just going to get exposed. They also know yeah. it's hard to trick me, and they know that I'm uh, highly suspicious, you know? Well, that, I mean, that's a good thing that we need to be, you need to have that spirit of discernment and not what they say in the church. I'm talking about a true understanding. I mean, because uh-huh. we, could, we could still get true revelation, but we have to go outside of the system or the church system. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you were talking about your intuition there earlier, and uh, that sounded to me like uh, it was similar to getting revelation. Yeah. Plus, I don't know if you believe, but I I always have, and I don't boast, I say this humbly, I, I always see two angels around me, too. Like mm-hmm. Not like literally, but you know, the, the glitter, the glow. I've seen them since I was I they they came aware of my consciousness when I was 13, and then I had a friend in in high school. He seen them too. He seen what's that around you? So, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I, I had somebody those. somebody that saw like um. Well, you would, I guess the best word would be a halo, but it didn't look yeah. exactly like a halo, uh, but kind of similar. And uh, and he was talking about what it looked like. Yeah. Right in front of me. And he said he yeah. had never seen this before with anybody else. He was a he was a prophet. So I believe that that was God that was doing that. Yeah. I talked about well, you know, time to time. I, he actually wrote me a letter. I, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the show. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, there's people that think I have these crazy ideas about myself that they originated with me. They didn't originate with me. I've never told anybody this. Uh, they originated with him. <laughs> I was just a baby Christian. He's writing me these long letters talking about me and what God had showed him. So, you know, you can go, well, he, was he an agent? You know, you can do that with anybody. You can play his little head games. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, well... Um, I don't know, like, if they send, like, agents to, like, uh, I mean, to, like, like, for example, myself either, but if I'm in the, if I still go to that church system, 
even though I have people that that are started expanding their minds, some of them probably probably a good time to get out. So you're in a church right now? Yeah, I, I attended church. Uh, I, I like that. There. I wish we had more people that went to church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I attend a local. Yeah, I attend, and this it's really actually good. But uh-huh. I I, I want to I pray to to talk to the pastor about some stuff. Yeah. Because he's he, from what I've seen, he seems open minded, but. The true test is by asking the questions about uh, basic questions, the chemtrails, the uh, witches, the Satanism, and see how he responds to that and government being actually used to destroy us and all this stuff. Now everything is weaponized. I wonder if if, if it's a positive reaction and he's like, okay, I want to listen, then it's going to be good. But if it's not, I think I, think I might just uh, step away. Hey, I hope you do that and report back to us. I, I really like to hear his reaction. Yeah, yeah, but I, I recommend that you go easy on him. No, I'm not. No, like the basic, like the simple questions, not like in depth. Like watch, watch for the deer in the headlights. Look, as soon as you see that, then you uh, start ramping it down because you're not going to accomplish anything. He's just going to think you're weirder and weirder. You know, the more you talk, you're going to bury yourself yeah. in a black hole. You'll never get out of that black hole. Yeah, I mean, and you, then he'll talk about. He'll tell his wife. Uh, she may tell the church secretary if she does that. You'll notice people start acting differently around you, and it's because you're the weirdo that leaves the new UFOs. <laughs> I knew we were going to have somebody show up here eventually that believes in UFOs. I bet he believes in aliens too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. It's possible. There are some people that are still stuck in the 1950s, man. Yeah. Well, you don't believe in Bigfoot, do you? <laughs> That's supposed to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the people no. at the family family gathering. Yeah. Yeah. But you believe we, in Sasquatch, we, Dave? Believe in Sasquatch? Yeah. They want to know how they're going. To, they're doing a weirdo check. They want to know how weird you are. You know. That's why they ask those questions. Yeah. To run the check to see how weird you are. They already, they already thought you were weird. But now they want to see how weird. I had a guy that just got kicked out of this place that I'm living in here. That's what he would do. He, he, didn't, he wasn't exposed to any kind of information at all except for television. Just imagine mm-hmm. that. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, I, with me, everything is alternative, and he's like anti-alternative. Because I've said that there's nothing truly alternative on television uh, yeah. that I've seen. Um, I think they're going to get channels on there if they're not already on there. I try to do a just find a new age channel. Yeah. And they may have one, but I wasn't. I actually thought at first that you know I didn't think there was one, but then I started thinking about it and I I concluded the opposite. I said they must have one. Mm-hmm. So I went to look and I couldn't find it. It, it looked like there used to be one. But uh, there may be one, but uh, I didn't look that long. But uh, there wasn't anything jumping out at me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I was I putting the right stuff in Google. But they would talk about yeah. alternative things, you see. What the yeah, Illuminati they're... did, they, they took all the, all the ancient truth. <laughs> this is funny. And they stuffed it into the New Age movement <laughs> uh, to neutralize everything. <laughs> 
because um, pretty much everybody that's not a new ager, uh, they the common opinion is that people that are that are new age are a little bit off center, uh, you know, a little uh, <laughs> little kooky to say the mm-hmm. least, and, and actually a lot of them are. <laughs> that's why people that are new agers, uh, they don't like being called new agers because you get associated with these people, see. Mm-hmm. Now, they got a, quite a few people in there that are mentally unbalanced. I mean, you've got to have something wrong mental wiring. If you can't figure out that these channelers are consistently contradicting it themselves, right down the line? Yeah. So who has the truth? Well, it's telling you that none of them have the truth, not anything significant. Although I have to say that I actually believe they're giving them more and more truth. Yeah. Because people are getting super and super, and they can't identify truth. So it doesn't even matter. And I've also talked about, you know, before the event comes, whatever that is, there's going to be a a significant influx of truth, like the things that they're putting there and stranger things. I think we're going to do a show uh, on that next Saturday. Mm -hmm. This is a show on Netflix where they're talking about MK Ultra Mm -hmm. for the first time. Uh, they wow. did put out a movie. They did put out a movie about MK Ultra. I forget the title of it. I haven't watched it yet. But it's um, yeah. you can see it in the title. And uh, they did another film called Sucker Punch, and that is all about MK Ultra. I've watched that thing yeah. a couple times, trying to analyze it. It's very, very complex. Um, what's going on there? Yeah. So, so you you watch like movies and stuff to for your research and to analyze. Pretty much, yeah. I don't really watch movies for entertainment, but um, I got to qualify that because to me, I just like with Bella. See, for her, you know, breaking these codes is that's entertainment for her. You know. Yeah. I used to be so dedicated that studying hour after hour mm-hmm. was entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not. You know, the reason it was entertaining because I was just, I was discovering so many things, you see. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that now. I discover mm-hmm. things primarily through uh, revelation and, and not books because um, I basically milk these books dry. What the books are good for is details, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be the first to tell you, we actually do not get into the details that much on this show because it's just not designed for that. It's just casual conversation all the time. Yeah. Oh, I'm going. I mean, I'm going off on a rant. Yeah. I haven't been doing that as much as because uh, there's other people around, and yeah. um, I'm not talking as much, so I can't get into the details. Um, but we have to do that eventually. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, from, from like, when I, I don't know, I don't want to say I, but, like, something's going, something's going to go. And I'm not trying to speak, like, like the alternative truthers, but there's just something's got to give. There's going to yeah. be something got, something's got to give. You're talking about this uh, society on the verge of collapse. Yeah. Are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. This can't go on much yeah. longer. Yeah. I, I, and my 
inner being connected and stuff. I, and I just feel like when I look, sometimes I when I go outside and stuff. I just I just feel bad for it's something's just gonna break. You know, if you've been uh, half awake for a while, God has given everybody that's woken up to some degree plenty of warning. I, I'm really amazed that um, that He's drawn it out this long. Yeah, and uh, it just it shows His mercy. Uh, but unfortunately, the longer God draws this out, everything is deteriorating. And guess what? Human beings are suffering more and more and more because the evil is increasing. You know, for instance, like children. Yeah. Well, why are children suffering? Well, one simple reason, they don't even have a father. Right there, you see? Yeah. There's less and less fathers now. And this is, um, our society is completely falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. And it won't, it won't be able to sustain itself. We're not talking about the structure of society. I'm just talking about the human beings. The human beings are falling apart, you see. And unfortunately for us, they're the ones that make up society. So now we know what's going to happen to society because nobody's getting better. Yeah. It's just, I don't, know, I don't want to be negative, but, I mean, I like for yourself, you know, like, you, 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 like you get away, like when you do your hiking and stuff like that. Is that uh-huh. like when you get away to enjoy what you can enjoy? Yeah, and, like, uh, boy, I got lots and lots of stories. Um, about the last hike I went on. Um, and I don't know what I can say about that. I have to think about it. Cause, um, no, yeah. I had some really no, heavy okay. stuff happen. Yeah. But you're you're in an area where, I mean, it's pretty well, you got, you got a lot of trees and stuff, right? Are you on the eastern side of Oregon or the west? You want me to say something intriguing? Go ahead. I was attacked by a celestial being. And uh, other people are aware of this. And this celestial being got angry with me the night before. And I actually heard him speak to me two times. And, and guess what? He said a swear word. <laughs> Okay, I'll say something else. This uh, celestial being does not like me. Mm-hmm. And he made this known way back in, um, I think it was 2011. Uh, but it, it wasn't from me. It was to other people. Yeah. And um, very interesting. This has been going on in the background since 2011. Mm. So he got angry. And then the next day, he, um, I got backlash from him while I was out hiking. On the way up there and on the way back, and guess what? <clears throat> I didn't make yeah. it back. I didn't make it back. I tried to make it back. The bus didn't show up. Mm. And um, that's not supposed to happen. Because actually, there were two buses that didn't show up. Okay? Yeah. And on the way up there, it's unbelievable. It's the worst worst traffic jam I've seen in my entire life. And it happened, there was an event, I don't know if I want to talk about it, that um, that caused the uh, traffic jam. It happened because I was leaving the house. Because I know when it happened because they talked about it in the news. 
You know how long it took me to get up to Seattle? It normally takes about 35 or 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. It took uh, over three hours. And we're just sitting there in this bus. Wow. And everybody's just like blown away, man. We're not even moving for a considerable period of time. Yeah. And I'm supposed to believe that, um, well, actually people were told that uh, it was him. And he wasn't the only one that was angry. There was another one that was angry the previous night, too. We got two of them upset. Yeah. And and the reason they got angry is because we discovered something. And they didn't want us to discover it. They wanted it to be a secret. Even though eventually we'll find out. But we took a shortcut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't too happy about that. Now there's a lot more uh-huh. I can say. Um, I haven't mentioned where I went, but I've already no, talked okay. about I've already talked about this city and I've said it's controlled by Satanists. Okay? It's where the rich people live. And um, is it is that in Bellevue? I'm not going to name the city. The reason okay. is because the, the police department is involved. Oh, okay. And uh, they were monitoring me while I was there. All right. All right. Never and, mind. I'm sorry. And, I didn't and, even get and, like that. And, and I discovered <clears throat> that they have spy cameras there. Okay. I, I didn't even think about this. I, I should be the guy thinking about this. For some reason, I didn't think about it. Okay. Uh, but, but they do. I just, I discovered that they do. So I'm not going to give the details on that. No, that's okay. Oh, yeah, they were watching me. I'm talking about the cops. Okay, now, why are they doing that? Well, they don't do anything. You see that? But they're watching me. So why are they watching me? Uh, good question. Remember when I said earlier about a person of interest? And yeah. you know what you you know what you are, Matt? You're a person of interest as well. See that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Every targeted individual, whatever kind of terminology you want to use, they're all persons of interest. Yeah. But it, it can vary widely why they're interested in you. Sometimes it's actually you're from a bloodline that they have been following for hundreds of years, and you don't even know it because you don't know yeah. enough, enough information uh, about where you came from. You never even looked into it, never even thought about it. No. And there's nothing wrong with being born into a... You know, it would be a mixed bloodline, but it's it's still Illuminati. My because family... Somebody, I, I somebody, somebody, to... somebody had uh, extramarital sex. <laughs> okay, so they call, the Illuminati calls it fornication. That's not a, a word in the Bible, okay? But that's what yeah. they call it. And obviously, you're going to have bastard children, so you're going to have um, these mixed Illuminati bloodlines, right? Mm-hmm. Basic common sense. They're gonna. They, they like to track these people. Keep an eye on them. See, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, my family line came from German princesses. So, really? I don't. Yeah, that's what um, my family studied and stuff. Somehow, and and I don't know exactly where at, but I'm in. The the name came from somewhere from German princesses, or I was our family was in the the, the court of the princes of Germany, or something like that. Well, um, 
my uncle did a lot of research on genealogies. He was the only one in the family that did it, and um, he said we were descended from Irish chieftains, but um, you know, we don't have any reliable information about them. I don't think yeah. that's necessarily any, any big thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but because I've always, I've always, and you probably have too, I've always felt like I was always deep subconsciously in my inner soul. I've I always mm-hmm. felt like I've always been like watched and not like watched like what we say watched by God in, in general terms, but like uh-huh. there was something else. But I, I never, I never like, I, supp- I suppressed the feeling just to, you know, to wait to be what we call normal. So. Yeah. Uh, the name David actually means chieftain, by the way. Wow. Or, or, or king. And then later it, it became uh, uh, beloved, but earlier it was beloved. chieftain. Yeah. More anciently. I think my, yeah, I think my name, I don't know, anciently, but I think in new terms, Matthew means gift of God. And uh, uh-huh. when... I think Glenn, or Glenn means wealth. Because that's my so other you, name, Glenn. So you can see that that's the reason why God named David David. Yeah. He was their chief king, their best king in Israelite history. Yeah. You know, in the yeah. Bible, it, it, it teaches that God names everyone. I believe he does that with everybody, even the evil ones. He gives them evil names. <laughs> And you know, the reprobate. And, and you don't yeah. see uh, a consistent pattern. Because there's some names that just, there's nothing profound at all. So therefore, you're going to conclude, well, God didn't name that one. Uh, don't don't assume that. <laughs> yeah. So, let me ask you this. Do you believe in reptilians? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, like, like, you, you, may, you may want to define that. How do you define that? I don't know. You, I, there's, I, there's, I, there's, I, we're speaking simplistically. You know, there's hybrid, actually, races out there. They've been created oh. that are reptilian, quote unquote. You know, but I'm just talking about the. Okay, so you got the serpent in the garden. Yeah. Um, I don't think I can prove this. Because people are going to say it's Satan. Mm. And I know there's different theories out there. But actually, you know, I've gone um, in all these different directions and trying to get revelation on this stuff. And I've actually come back to kind of the dumbed-down Christian view, which Christians believe that the serpent was some kind of uh, animal in the garden. Well, guess what? <laughs> That's what I believe now. you got to remember, folks, it actually says what? A beast of the field. Now, that's a mistranslation. Okay, but look at the other, quote-unquote, beasts of the field. Some of them were animals, at least some of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, okay. Obviously, Satan is not a beast of the field. I don't know why I can't, can't figure this out. These are the Internet-type Christians. They want to have these grandiose theories. I believe, like dumbed-down Christians, <laughs> this is kind of funny, that Satan was working through this serpent. That's what Christians believe, you know, baby Christians. Guess what, folks? Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're right. Hardly ever, but sometimes they're actually right. And maybe just like by accident or something. <laughs> you get a few things right. Well, I'm saying it's right. I mean, a lot of Internet Christians, they don't believe that. 
They yeah. used to believe it when they were baby Christian. Now they don't believe it anymore. They're ignoring. See, they're getting a little bit too profound there. They're ignoring the fact that um, the serpent is actually um, a beast of the field. And when does it ever talk about that serpent again with any kind of clarity? Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't. Um, but Christians will believe that anyway because they're going to go to Revelation 12. And that's where things get complicated. Yeah. So on, on one hand, he's the beast of the field. On the other hand, it appears that Revelation 12 is telling you that that serpent was Satan. Yeah. So you've got a, a problem there. You've got a contradiction. Is he beast of the field or is he Satan? It's because it's, I think it's either or. Now, Christians believe that it's both, and I'm saying no. They, they make a choice. It's either one or the other. You're going to let him be a beast of the field, or you're going to let him be Satan. Yeah. Satan's not a beast of the field. So. Yeah. And plus the serpent seed, or double, I don't know, what's it called, serpent seed, double, double serpent seed, or something like that, where um, the theory is on that is that the sex was between Eve and the beast, or something like that. Or Satan yeah. or something. Have you, have you played around with that a little bit yourself? No, not really. I just got brief. I don't really, I didn't really get deep involved in that stuff too much. Well, if you ever do, don't tell anybody in the church because they'll put you in a black hole so deep uh, you'll never get out of it. They'll write you off. But in I'm the, talking about that, I'm talking about telling somebody that you believe I don't believe this that yeah. Eve had sex with Satan. They're gonna freak. Because there's some mainstream churches in the South. I mean, they're not like big, but they do teach that. Yes. They have they have they have what's called seed line churches. Yeah, Christian identity. Yeah. I'm in. uh, I'm in a. I'm in a. uh, A store, by the way, shopping. I have been for a while. Oh. Yep. Okay. Just I'd let you know. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that like? But I don't. I don't. Yeah. In the South, they're really they're really big with uh, in, in some of these small churches that are seed liners, double seed liners, Christian identity seed liners, and, and they literally believe that. What people need to know, if they don't know this, is that churches are different in the South. They're more uh, conservative and traditional. And the opposite is true where I live. I, I I get all the liberal people around me. You know. Yeah. Oregon is well, very liberal. I mean, you, you can walk around naked in certain places, and they just um, it's actually kind of legal. Wow. I mean, they allow they allow it. Yeah. It's like you know, I'm protesting against wearing clothes. Oh, you're you're. Is this an official protest? Yes. Oh, okay. 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 Perfectly fine. You're talking about a police officer. As long as you're, uh, you know, protesting. <laughs> Hillary, yeah, Hillary, you know. Well, in the Netherlands, in Netherlands, in certain places, not just Amsterdam, people could go uh, very skimpy and stuff, and, and it's okay. But like where I lived, and like in other places, yeah, that would get you arrested. Yeah, but um, I was going to ask you. I did listen to a little bit of that psychedelic uh, podcast about those streams mm-hmm. and ayahuasca. And uh, 
you said, like, for you, though, like, you, you really haven't had experience except one time eating shrooms, right? Oh, I ate shrooms on, on a number of occasions, but uh, I, I only did acid one time. I took a half a hit and nothing happened. I believe that God prevented it from happening. Yeah. Because I took other yeah. drugs, like one time, cocaine, and nothing happened. Every single time, yeah. nothing happened. I took Librium, nothing happened, you know, downers. Yeah. Uh, they were my dad's. So that's how I got a hold of those. Yeah, because for me, my personal belief, is too, is like the other guy was talking, like, um, you could use it, the ayahuasca and shrooms, but you got to know what you're doing and your intent, your prayer has to be right and it has to be connected. Because if it's not, if you're just doing it to be stoned or stupid, then there's uh, there's some horrible side effects to that. Yeah. By the way, the first time I got stoned on marijuana was um, it was at a Paul McCartney concert uh, in the Kingdom, which is destroyed now, uh, up in Seattle. Yeah. And uh, this is when the band was called Wings. Sometimes they would call, call Paul McCartney and the Wings, but they would just call Wings then. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, that was a huge concert because he was only six years removed from being a Beatle, you know. Yeah. Paul McCartney was huge. I was just listening to uh, a commercial last night on local radio in between uh, coast-to-coast uh, you know, breaks. Yeah. And they were saying that I never liked this album that much. It's called Band on the Run by yeah. Paul McCartney. Oh, Wings, actually. Uh, that was the number one album in 1975. <laughs> that just shows you, you see, see music is no different than anything else. Now, we've come aware, become aware there's a lot of stupid people in society. And we're, you know that you're actually becoming increasingly aware that people are stupid? You're gonna, it's going to get... You're going to become even more aware. You're not going to become less aware, okay? And music is the same thing as everything else these stupid people do. They don't have any good taste for music. That's my opinion. Just like anything else. You know what I mean? So that's my explanation why Band in the Run was the most popular album that year. But you know something? That's a statistic from the Illuminati. Remember I said I don't trust any statistics? Well, I've got to be consistent. And they may, uh, they probably did want to put that up there for some reason. I'm not even sure why. I guess just promote him. And he's a fake. Yeah. Fall. Whatever the heck happened to Paul McCartney, that that is not Paul McCartney. <clears throat> Whatever you may think yeah. about that. Now, that's somebody else. Uh, Paul, you can tell, right? you know, by the ears and things like that. Uh, he's supposed to be a guy, I forget his real name, uh, he used to live in Canada. It's been exposed. Um, you know, but I, I don't hold to the view that we know for, for certain. Because, see, they could, that could be tier two propaganda. I'm just talking about, okay, it's true that they either disappeared yeah. Paul McCartney or he died. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a car wreck. That could be propaganda, too. Uh, okay, but they manufactured a story about who uh, the true Paul McCartney's replacement is, and it, it's, it's false. Why would they come out and tell you the truth? Now, I have to say, they might actually tell you the truth or something like that because it's so bizarre that very few people are going to believe it, you know? So maybe, because uh, they do tell you the truth sometimes. They, they know that yeah. people can't process it. You know, for instance, they'll put the truth in the New Age movement, you see. Now, why do they do that? Well, <laughs> the New Age movement does a, 
actually New Agers themselves, they do a really good job of working for the Illuminati and neutralizing all that truth with all their mm-hmm. kookiness. The, the kookiness will do that, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. They but, want them to be cook, kooky. The kookier the better because they can put all this truth in the New Age movement and just like neutralize Like Joseph Campbell, it all. right? Like Joseph Campbell. Yeah, he's an agent. I concluded that. It's pretty obvious to me. <clears throat> I don't know if he's alive anymore. but <clears throat> No, he's dead. Well, you can see how he's promoted by the media. And you know what they do? They have these little, like, subcategories. Okay, hmm. I've talked about this before. And they always have one guy that, that they want you to think about it, 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 for, for everything, okay, every yeah. category, okay? And the way that you can tell that they're doing this is when you start to think about the second guy. I mean, we know who the most popular guy is. You start about the second guy. It's like, I can't think of anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's take an example, okay? So in Christianity, we have the subject of exorcism. Mm-hmm. I've talked about this before, okay? So they got this uh, bozo out there called uh, Bob Larson. He's a uh, psychopathic liar, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, supremely evil, like Ronald Reagan, uh, because his... Um, his lies are, are qualitatively greater than, uh, than trying to fool a bunch of atheists because he's fooling God's people. Yeah. Okay. So this is the guy that they roll out there. Uh, he's going to be the expert on exorcisms for Protestants now, Protestants, okay? They got a different guy for Catholics. He used to come on Coast to Coast AM. Yeah. And he uh, was a Jesuit uh, who actually wrote a book against the Jesuits, which I have. And there's quite a bit of truth in there, but it's pretty dumbed down, you know. Yeah. But yeah, Bob Larson, you see, he's obvious out there, you know. If you look into the subject, a lot of people never heard of him, but they never looked into the subject, okay? He used to have a radio show for years. I used to listen to him. No, I heard him. I heard about him. I know. Well, you know what he's doing? He's exposing the New Age movement and uh, cults. He's a cult buster. Oh, yeah. Well, they're going to roll those people out, too, you see. Uh, okay, but here's the thing. Uh, you know, once you uh, get beyond uh, Bob Larson, who is the big name under him? A, a Protestant exorcist. You know something? Even I have never heard of anybody. I'm talking about somebody with a name. Yeah. It's publicized? Yeah. You think, well, guess what? They consistently do this. And if you're thinking at all, you'll realize oh, that's propaganda. See, what? You've heard me say before how uh, in order to make uh, propaganda effective, it has to be simple. And the yeah. reason is because people's minds are simple. You can't confuse them. Uh, the propaganda is not going to be efficient, so it has to be really dumbed down. And so this is what they do. They give you one guy. They don't want you to be confused because you can't handle two of them. we are just going to give you one. That'll be good enough to think you. And you know something? It's actually true. That sinks almost everybody. Just the one guy, the one expert. And here's the expert for you. And people believe it. They don't see any conspiracies. They're going to call yeah. you a conspiracy theorist. This stuff is not shutting down, man. They're, they're ramping this up. You know, this label that they call you. See, what they're doing, they're programming everybody to believe that a conspiracy theorist is some kind of a kook. But it, it, they're ramping it up. Conspiracy theorists are getting worse and worse and worse in the public eye. Yeah. I think um, 
they're going to start uh, overlapping them with anarchists. I think I think they already are. <laughs> they're rebellious, you see. They're not good citizens, you know, that, that kind of propaganda. You see that? That's what they're doing now. Yeah. You're a bad person. Why don't you just fit in and uh, go along with the flow? Why do you have to cause trouble? You're tr- you are. You're a troublemaker, man. I am too. Yeah. But I'm not trying to cause trouble, but this is what they believe. It's a firm belief. Yeah. And it it's not just what the media says. It's, uh, trust me, there's embedded subliminals that are frying people's brains. Yeah. You don't do any kind of research at all. They don't want to. They're too lazy. See, so that's what's decide. trying to happen to me. That's what's trying to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Like, to try to get me some stuff studying and, and to just some divulging vices or something. And I know that's not me. I know they're trying to stop me when I do my prayers and meditations. But they can't because... Okay, now what, what do they do when you're praying and meditating? Like when I'm trying to pray and meditate in the sun and stuff, it's I can feel this force on my head, to, like a pounding force on my head. Mm-hmm. Like if my head's going to like explode or something. Sometimes. Well, guess what? Um, when I was up hiking and I was talking on the phone with Chuck, uh, yeah. that, that celestial being uh, attacked my, uh, my mind. Uh, it was something that I'd never felt before. Now, in my entire life, I've never felt this. It was like in my brain. It was like pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't really pain, but it was pressure on one side of my head. And am I really supposed to believe this was all some big coincidence after this celestial being became angry with me the previous night and he's attacking me all day long when I'm hiking? I don't think so. I don't think that's a coincidence because I never felt it in my entire life. Now, you have what's called psychosomatic illness. That's what the normal programmed person is going to believe. Because you know what they believe? They actually believe what the psychiatrists say. You know what's going to happen if we sit down with a psychiatrist? And he, he goes, well, we want to talk about your belief system here, Dave. Let's say that I, 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 I got in trouble, okay? I did something stupid, and, uh, and, and now they're taking a look at me. I'm in prison or something like that. And they're going to send the psychiatrist. They want to drug me. Take me out. Yeah. So he's, he's going he's gonna, to, I'm going to go through an examination. He's going to ask me about my belief system, okay? And he's going to believe that I'm mentally ill. And that's the same belief that most citizens will believe. They just say crazy. You know, people won't say mentally ill. They'll say, you're crazy, man. Is that what you believe? You believe there's a subterranean civilizations or under your feet, Dave? You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. That's what they get. That's crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> Start backing away from, you know, protect themselves. <clears throat> You're a threat to my overly programmed mind. Yeah. But the psychiatrist, he, he, he has the same yeah. opinion as the rest of these people, because they're, you know, they're all programmed. See? They're programmed to believe that you're kooky and weird. You know? Oh, yeah. Here he comes now. Look at him. Yeah, the conspiracy dude. He thinks there's conspiracies everywhere. Yeah. He lost his mind. See that? But- he used to be okay, and I think I think he started hanging out with the wrong crowd, and then uh, everything went bad. And uh, uh, maybe you can pray for Dave. I'm not sure if there's anything we can really do for him. You know. can always pray. So pray for Dave. Well, the the most hard time I ever had, the hardest time I ever had talking to people like that, for the most part, are people that are in the conservative traditional church. 
By the way, I just want to say this. I think I've said it before, that I believe that this society is mentally ill, and I believe these people are mentally ill, and if I uh, have the time, I think I can prove it. Yeah. Yeah. When I I say that we're living in an open asylum, I'm not kidding. That's a firm belief of mine. If you get really crazy, they lock you up. You see, craziness, mental illness, is actually a fad. Fadish. If you look at these um, Hollywood movie stars that you're supposed to emulate, these people are crazy, and we're supposed to copy them. Well, that's what people do. And you notice how they do crazy things. Of course, a lot of times they're just following a, a script. Yeah. <laughs> to actually make people crazy. If you don't think that, um, you, think, you think, you know, I'm ta- not talking to you, but people listen to the show. If you think this is highly theoretical, you need to read a book called The Crazy Makers. I've mentioned it before, written by a lady I can't remember. Your name. You find it on Amazon.com. And the thesis of that book is that um, they are deliberately putting uh, these diabolical poisons and chemicals in the food or what used to be food. I, I don't believe it's food anymore. Okay? I'm talking about, you know, non-organic food and things like that. And uh, they're – well, she actually proves it in the book. What these um, these toxins do – is they make people crazy. See, that's, that's why she's got yeah. the name of the book. Well, look around. Now, what if that's true? And what if you can prove it? Well, she's got all the um, documentation. Ask yourself this question. How many people have researched this subject? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Not, not these. The people that we're calling crazy, have they researched this? No, they have not. They don't know anything. They're just ignoramuses, right? Oh, they think that we're crazy, right? Have you done any research? Have you thought at all about this subject? They don't have to. Because, see, you're not fitting in, Dave. You're not normal. You're a black sheep. There you go. You're an outsider. Yeah, go listen to that song on YouTube. I don't fit in. <laughs> You'll get a kick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it. So anyway, but, uh, you, you, can, you can actually prove that, um, that these toxins make people uh, mentally ill. See, mental oh, illness yeah. is, is so common in our society that's been normalized. See, the, the, the people that we call crazy, those are the real crazy ones. You see that? Yeah. But the other people, uh, oh, they're not crazy. They're normal. No, 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 no. no, no they're, they're crazy, too. Okay? Because um, I'll tell you what, they're doing all kind of crazy things, and uh, they're all doing crazy things. And all these crazy things that they do, like say destroying themselves every day, that is all normalized. You're you're a normal, you're a good citizen. You know what I mean? Yeah. See? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's crazy, crazy behavior. Well, for instance, a lot of people are do a lot of risky behavior. Well, that's that's what I call crazy. You know what I mean? But but today that's called normal. Absolutely, craziness. And insanity <laughs> is normalized. That's the new normal. Yeah. Well, they have to do it, you see, because they put so many poisons in the food that's making everybody crazy that they have to tell you that you, you're not crazy. They're always. Yeah. They're, they're never going to admit that you're crazy. Actually, that's not true. That is not true. They got a sigh out going. We're going to make things complex here. We've done this before. I don't want to go it right now because I'm shopping. Uh, but the Illuminati is actually trying to. They do. They do two things. I know it sounds like a contradiction, and it is. They do both, okay? And they have two types of propaganda. If you're really, really stupid, 
They want you to believe both of them, even though it's a contradiction. Okay? Now, here it is. This is going to be an obvious contradiction. They want you to believe that you're perfectly sane, uh, but they're also going to call you crazy. Now, you may have picked up on this, uh, but they're typically doing this with segments of society, not everybody. For instance, they're they're saying that Christians are crazy. Are you aware of this? I mean, there's there's experts out there. They're all from Illuminati, of course. Of course, some of the people buy the propaganda. So not everybody's from Illuminati. They try to pass a uh, they try to pass a bills, and in one state or something, saying that to be a Christian is a mental disease. Here we go, right there. See that? That's a segment of society. Okay. So they're not coming out and saying that everybody's crazy, and and. and I'm not doing that either because it's obviously not everybody's crazy, okay? Uh, but a, a large number of people, uh, let me tell you something. If you took somebody from the ancient world, yeah. <laughs> first of all, they say, what are these people doing? Uh, well, so that's, that's what they do most of the time with their free time. They sit in front of this, uh, this, this box. And they said, really? What do they do that for? Uh, well, that's what we call entertainment today. I said, okay. Hmm. Um, and then you show them a few more things, and they go, really? And, then, and you know what the assessment is from these people from the ancient world? And you know what they just said? You know something? I think these people are crazy. <laughs> I agree with you. They are crazy. So you've got to get totally removed from the society. If you just come into it without any preparation at all, then you won't have any problem believing this. Well, first of all, earlier that you yeah. up this city, right? Do you have a problem saying that this society is crazy? No, I don't society have a problem saying is, this, this is an insane society, okay? Well, who makes up the society? People. You see how that yeah. works? Yeah. So now we have been, you got to be careful what you admit there because we, this is an insane society. Well, you got to be consistent now. That means that the people that make up the society are insane. Now, it's a little bit more complex than that because actually most of the time, if you're a conspiracy theorist and you talk about this society is crazy, you're talking about all the things that Illuminati are doing to make us crazy. Yeah. But that's crazy, and the people are crazy too, and the whole society is, is nuts. And, but you know, don't talk about that there. Don't, don't say anything about it. Don't point that out. Or otherwise, you'll be crazy. You see, if you talk about the truth, <laughs> they sigh out people so bad. If you talk about the truth, something they really don't like, then you're crazy. You're a crazy person. See that? That's how they get you. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Now you're the crazy one. And the people yeah. shuffle along and nod their head. They don't think. They think. No critical thinking skills whatsoever. They're not supposed to have any. Man. And that's sad, though. I mean, taking well, away your reason skills. It's obvious that society is becoming increasingly robotic. Have you noticed, like, when you go to the stores, like, I noticed, too, like, when I look at people's faces, it's like they're not there anymore. They're, like, they're just, like, in a programmed state of just their existence. They're vacant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. But uh, I'm going to have to let you go. Okay, people are talking about this, by the way. This is a, there's a lot of new uh, trends in society that are emerging yeah. uh, as the insanity uh, increases. Yeah. And uh, you go to a place like Godlike Productions Forum, uh, you can even put things in the search engine like crazy. <laughs> See yeah. what they're saying about that. Because uh, they, they, they got their finger on the pulse pretty good there. There's a lot of agents there. 
But people are noticing. And I just want to say something before you go. I don't want to keep you, but um, there's something going on, like, right now. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's the bigger picture, if it just has to me to do with me. But when I go out and walk at night, see, I talk on the phone with people. And I, I figure well, I might as well get some exercise, right? But I just told yeah. you, I think, before we push record button, that our bodies are not designed to sit. Sitting is bad for you. There's a great uh, video on YouTube about this. You know, sitting in the yeah. same place without moving for an hour, it's really bad for you. Okay? Yeah. But um, uh, all these new trends are emerging as people get crazier and crazier. And people are talking about it and noticing new things for the first time. But when I walk around, uh, my environment is reacting to me now. This has never used to happen before. Mm-hmm. Um, people will scream things at me. Now, I, I, believe it's, I believe it's demonic. I don't think it's Illuminati, okay? So, um, and everything is getting ramped up. And we're headed somewhere. It's, it's, it's started. Yeah. It's going to take I, us I somewhere. So anyway, I, I want to get back, Matt, and I want to have you talk about this vision that you had about the future destiny of America, which is absolutely frightening. And it has a lot of commonalities with the, with the film 2012. Did you watch that film? <clears throat> oh yeah. At the time, it was. I yeah, I, yeah. I watched and you're also, it. You're also a survivalist. I'm sorry. You're also a survivalist, right? I'm well. I'm learning how to do that. Well, I mean, well, I have like you know quite a bit already. But yeah, I mean, we well, talk about we could talk about that um, sometime too. See, the thing is, stuff just comes to me. Mm -hmm. I don't really watch stuff. It just comes to me on how to do stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, going to watch my Coast to Coast AM programming. (laughs) Right after you get off, I'm going to get my programming now. So I can get crazy. Okay. I got to get my propaganda. I love that propaganda. I think propaganda is, I think it's entertaining. Have you got to the point? A lot of people, when they wake up, they get angry, right? Yeah. Well, actually, as you go along, you become more and more, more aware. It actually gets funnier, folks, and it gets funnier and funnier, and, and the people get funnier. I mean, you get frustrated with people, but the next day you're laughing at them, you know, because um, they're, they're wigged out, man. They're way out there. They think that we're way out. Well, actually, we are. We're way away from you, and we're getting farther and farther and farther, and now we can't even talk to you anymore, and you can't talk to us. Yeah, and, that, and I now you're what, getting isolated any, even more because you, you can't even talk to the people who have the truth. So yeah, you think I, people I are heading the other direction, and it's real bad, man. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to say this. Like, since I've become more conscious and understand, it's hard for me to socialize with many people. Absolutely. And not only that, have you noticed how boring they are? All they ever do is talk about trivia or what feels yeah, and good. I, and it and, it, and it, it bores me to death. Not that I'm better. It's just I, I don't I don't really care about that stuff. They have they talk about thing uh, trivia and things that have to do with sensible pleasure. Yeah, that's what their life is centered. Yeah, I can't so. do that. You can't either. And there's a bunch of the people feel the same way that they, they can't do that anymore. They're just, rising to that. And they're the boring because. Um, you know, it's garbage in, garbage out. They don't have anything to say. They haven't um, learned anything. Oh, so how's that conversation going to go? Well, it's going to be boring. 
you can be as polite as you want, but uh, it doesn't matter how polite you are, it's still going to be boring. And yeah. we have to put up with these people and be polite. I understand, yeah. Because we can't educate them. Their mind is blocked. And I'll be talking more. I'm not going to go away from this. That I, I believe that Western civilization, has, the humans have been, I think they're former humans, but they have been deactivated uh, secretly. They've been taken out. And Illuminati is waiting for us to realize this. And everybody's mind is blocked. And then what God does is that um, if he wants to show you what a chemtrail is, he'll unblock your mind. And people are noticing there's something severely wrong. Um, yeah. There's some kind of an acceleration uh, in the blocking of people's minds. It's, it's, it's been going on just recent. And people are noticing there's something wrong now. And I, I'm saying this is what it is. And it's a judgment from yeah. God. And I'm saying that um, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Why would God do this? Because he's going to destroy these people soon. This is an early stage, and they're, they're doomed. Uh, God's going to pull a few people out of the fire. He always says that, right? But most yeah. of these people, this is my opinion, and this is the only thing we've heard on Revelation, they're going to, God's going to destroy them with technology. That their own idols will destroy them. Walk around, go to a supermarket, go to a park, look at people. What are they doing? They're like on a smartphone. Yeah. Well, first, God's going to take away their smartphone, give them an opportunity to wake up. But they're yeah. not going to do that because he's, he's already blinded them permanently, and he's yeah. going to wake up a few of them. For instance, yeah. the biggest subject that we could possibly be talking about is that most Americans will reject uh, the prophet that God sends to them. I'm talking about American Christians. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the Americans will believe he's an alien and probably the, the other Christians too. And that's a judgment yeah. from God. They can't see. Same thing happened to uh, Judah, and then God destroyed them. Yeah. See, yeah. God's judgment is going to fall after they reject him. They'll reject him. And then we've been told that Americans will reject him more uh, than any other part of the world. Because you know why? Is it true or is it not true that Americans are the most programmed people on the planet? Now, maybe, you know, I've been studying South Korea lately, and I, I tell you, we got some challenges there. I didn't know this, but these people are highly programmed. The women, mm-hmm. almost all these women, I mean, if someone's a Korean, they, maybe they say, Dave, that's not true. I'm just going by what I read, okay? But they, um, mm-hmm. there's an amazing number of them that use these, um, these bleaches on their skin to make their skin lighter. It's not natural. And they they do that in Japan, too. Yeah. In South Korea, they, um, well, this is what the article said, that the, the, South, the Koreans are the number one uh, people that use those kind of products, so apparently more than the Japanese, mm-hmm. you know, on a percentage basis, you know. Yeah. And they were talking about that. What, what the article was about is there's, there's no love anymore in uh, South Korea, you know, like true love. Yeah. Because the women are so highly materialistic that they actually prefer to marry a man that has money. Uh, you know, this is what happens in a down economy, you see. They yeah. prefer security. Now, women have thought security, they're actually wired by God. You can't be too hard on people now. You've got to give them a break because women are wired by God all through history to seek security so they can have a family. And there's nothing wrong yeah. with that, right? It's just how do you no. go about doing that in a highly materialistic culture? Well, you're actually a gold digger, and you're programmed, and you're on mind control. 
yeah. and you're actually highly, and you don't even have a value system anymore. You're just chasing after money. Yeah. And the whole system is set up by the Illuminati to favor this. And a lot of women, it's not like I'm putting down women now, okay? That's, that's, the, that's your programming right now. You, your program is going to kick in, and people are going to go, you know, babe, he's a woman. It sounds like he hates women. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the programming here, okay? We got, if you want to talk about men, it's not going to be good either. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. bad. It's bad for everybody. But anyway, the system is set up right now, and the women will say, it's not that easy, babe. Well, anyway, <clears throat> that you, um, you marry for money. And, uh, and you, you know, you go, well, uh, hopefully it'll be good, okay? But if it's not, uh, then I can leave him, and guess what's going to happen? I get the money. And then you can go find the love of your life. But the best financial decision is to just marry for money, and if, you, uh, if, if it works out, great. If it doesn't, oh, well, I'm, I'm financially set. That's the way they set up the system now, see? Yeah. More, more people. Because the economy uh, is slipping Spiraling down gradually, nothing's getting better, right? Yeah. Uh, it's actually driving people uh, into this mentality, waking them up. Well, I, they're actually trying to survive. Yeah. No, hopefully we'll love each other. But I got to get that uh, security safe. Well, this is the way they say South Korean women are, and this is where we're headed. This is where we're going. We're going. We're going to be like vain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Materialistic. It's off the charts, man. These are the plastic people that they've created, you see. And now they're everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, South Korea and, and Japan used to be very family-oriented. And that, even in Japan, because um, we have family in Japan. We were there well, you know, what, you, know what ha- you know what destroyed them? Uh, Babylon the Great. Uh, American culture. Uh so Our culture is the most diabolical, soul-defying, uh, destroying culture in the history of the world. Uh, an, yeah, ancient, I, I, pagan, an ancient be- pagan culture would be better. And people, but this is a Christian country. Are you delusional? No, Did you know the no, Illuminati wants to want you to believe this is a Christian country? Do you know they want to believe that? They also want the atheists. They even want the atheists to believe this. And the atheists will say, well, this is a Christian country, a Christian foundation. Give me a break. That was founded by a bunch of Satanists pretending to be Christians. Next question. You got anything else to say? Bring to the table? No. (laughs) Never thought about that before. Well, we're actually thinking here for the first time. Isn't that wonderful? Wow. The power of thinking. There you go. Well, listen, I'll let you go, man. Yeah. All right, uh, peace and blessings to everybody who's listening. I wish you peace and blessings and, and increase the knowledge of the truth and the true creator. Not, not, not that it's falsified. You can experience God for yourself, and you can find him in the details as well. Absolutely. So shalom, peace, and uh, God's peace be with everyone. Have a good night, Dave. Okay, thank you much. All right, bye-bye. Night, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.